You are listening to the IBC Podcast, your international baseball career guide. Play ball! Now, here's your host, David Burns. Hey guys, it's episode 36 this time, and uh, I'm really excited about this episode because uh, I'm introducing a new segment to the show. Uh, it's called the IBC Shoutout, where every week, or every podcast episode, I should say, I'll be shouting out to either a club uh, somewhere around the world or to a player, uh, an international baseball player, sometimes an established one or someone, sometimes an aspiring one. Uh, so listen for that at the end of the, the podcast episode. Uh, and again, this is uh, the second episode where we've run a promotion f- uh, with Mine Wood Bats, who have sponsored the episode uh, with a free giveaway of one of their bats. So some, at some point during the podcast episode, there will be a uh, question about uh, international baseball. And uh, they're not, like I said in the last one, that's not the most challenging question in the world. But uh, you may have to do a little research. But if you get six out of six right, you can potentially win the bat. All you have to do is email in the answer to myself uh, with the subject heading E36. Uh, so you email in the answer, subject heading E36, to the email International Baseball Community at gmail.com. And, uh, or you could also reach me at d.burns at baseball jobs overseas. Either one will be fine. Send in your answer. Make sure you listen to all six episodes, including 35 uh, and the future four after this one. And uh, you answer them all right, you could win yourself a bat. So pretty cool. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people entered into the contest. At this point, I only have three people that have sent in answers. So, you know, your chances are pretty good, 25% right now, if you, if you send in an answer today. So without further ado, let's get on with this episode uh, with two guys that signed contracts with the same team out of Germany, the Bad Homburg Hornets. Both these guys are Division One, uh, NCAA Division One players from two different schools. It's a pretty interesting story, and uh, there's going to be a second episode, a follow-up one with one of these guys because he has an extra nor- extraordinary story to tell you uh, that has taken him on a new path in international baseball, uh, but we couldn't fit it all into one episode to be too long, so f- uh, pay attention for E37 down the road, IBC E37. Uh, it's a pretty interesting story. So once again, listen, at some point during this podcast episode, I will be sending out that second question for the Mime Wood Bat giveaway. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Mine Wood Bats, handcrafted by Italian beechwood and engineered to perfection, where artful design and rigorous science meet from the forest to the field, Mime Wood Bats delivers excellence. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So uh, you just got back from a hectic week at Fingston Ball, uh, where uh, you had quite a bit of success, uh, and you're back in Germany, and you just got off a weekend against the the uh, Legionnaire there. So mm-hmm. we'll yeah. get into, we'll get into that in a bit. But first, can you just run us through your baseball background, um, and then how it led to to your current uh, job uh, with the Hamburg Hornets or Bad Hamburg Hornets? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I just graduated college a few weeks ago. Um, kind of, uh, kind of knew that I wanted to play ball after college, uh, regardless of whether or not I got a chance in the states. Um, you know, I talked to, talked to a few scouts, but I kind of knew I wasn't going to get drafted, or you know, may not get a chance. So there's a small chance. So um, I began looking at other options uh, about six months ago or so. 
mm-hmm. um, looked at indie ball options, and then someone mentioned uh, overseas, so I started checking out uh, international leagues, and then stumbled upon your website, and uh, just pretty much began contacting teams. Um, and I really, really had to be persistent though with it because uh, it was kind of, kind of a turnoff for a lot of teams. I wasn't going to be able to be there until the end of May. Yeah. Uh, due to the college season, so um, with most most leagues starting in April, uh, so I just was kind of just contacting lots of teams, um, you know, a lot of back and forth, um, and then the Hornets ended up having a spot open, um, and they had a had a need in the infield also, so that just kind of worked out, and I really I really didn't know I was coming uh, to Germany up until about. Uh, three or four days before I booked my flight, so yeah, it was kind of yeah. I wanted to get it done as soon as possible, but it just didn't work out that way. And um, it, I mean, it wasn't the organization's fault; it wasn't you know anybody's fault. But I just had to be persistent, and stick with it, and uh, it ended up working out. So yeah, I think it, I think it's just because you uh, yeah because you weren't available until until mm-hmm. you know whatever it was in May there so a right. lot of clubs are <clears throat> you know pondering whether to add another foreigner or not uh, and then but often a lot there's a mad rush of, of clubs looking to do so yeah uh, in yeah. in late May or mid late May and and often if yeah if you're ready you have a passport and you're ready to hop on a flight at a moment's notice then there's a good opportunity for, for players to get over to Europe that late. So yeah. uh, you and I were corresponding, I think, for I don't know how many months. Right, right. Uh, but there was, I couldn't really get, you know, find you anything concrete or, or you couldn't yeah. find anything concrete because of that fact. So Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you were uh, one yeah, of the guys that stuck with was. It. I mean, I, I kind of got to the point where, um, you know, there's a lot of back and forth with me and you and then with the Hornets. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I just got to the point where I needed something concrete i just really want to know what i was doing after after i graduated and yeah. um you know, i was looking at uh, uh jobs and grad schools and all that kind of stuff but i just kind of had in my mind i wanted to play baseball and um, yeah. so i just always was looking to uh to take advantage of that and uh end up working out so did you try the indie ball route or you just t- t- decided I, that i didn't really know I, I um i kind of I mean that would have been a more of a last resort for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not that there's anything wrong with any ball. I, mean, I know a lot of guys that play there and have a great time. And, um, but I think I wanted to use it more as a, a way to travel and just to have a overall uh, experience. Yeah. So um, that's kind of the route I had my mind. I made up my mind yeah. to, to go. So. Okay, would you say you were aggressive at emailing? Like, were you sending out a ton of emails or just a few? Or, or you know, how? I mean, I, I emailed everybody in the German Bundesliga. Um, I emailed a few um, French teams, Swedish teams, um, Czech teams, uh, Spanish teams. Just pretty much. I mean, you guys, a few Austrian teams. Just any, any uh, opportunity I thought I had, I just. It said, you know, might as well. Why not? So yeah. So um, so, did you get a lot of responses? Were were, were there lots other clubs that were interested? Yeah, I would say I got maybe like a sixty percent uh, response rate. Um, there were certainly clubs that didn't respond, and um, some that did, and then they found out or they didn't understand that I wouldn't be able to be there until 
late May because I was still in college. And mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, well, we really want somebody uh, to be here at the beginning of the season. But, you know, so I kind of stayed in loose contact with a few teams um, throughout, you know, March and April. And um, But the Hornets, I stayed in contact pretty much the whole whole spring from the first time I contacted them in January. And that was actually the first uh, Skype interview I had was with them back in January. And, um, you know, I just kind of had a few more conversations with them and um, it just ended up working out. So. So, so how has German ball lived up to your expectations so far? Is it what you expected or are the, or were you surprised in any way or, or how do you find the German baseball? Um, well, since I've been here, we've only played uh, two teams. We played Tübingen twice and we played Regensburg last week. So they're uh, pretty, pretty big disparities between those two teams. Yeah. Um, being Tübingen is, uh, uh, with us down towards the bottom of the league and Regensburg at the top of the league. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, starting from... It's, it's tough to make a comparison to U.S. ball just because it's kind of a different approach, I think, mm-hmm. that these guys take because it's... You know, there's no high school or college varsity sports over here. It's all clubs. So, yeah. um, you know, a lot of guys on our team at least have full-time jobs that are still uh, studying and um, baseball is kind of more of a hobby. Um, which there's nothing wrong with. I mean, that speaks to you know how, the way they feel about the game because you know if they're willing to come out here on their own time and you know, go to practice three times a week and travel to Adnan and uh, whatnot, and yeah. you know they, they really have a passion for the game. So for sure, it's a, it's a uh, huge commitment. Yeah, it's a it's a huge commitment when you have a family and a job and, yeah. and whatnot. So that, yeah. that that's for sure. So yeah, I think that speaks volumes for sure. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, so the season length. Uh, how many how many games are in the schedule? I believe uh, in the Bundesliga uh, we have like twenty eight or thirty league games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I missed basically the first half. Um, so yeah. I'm going to be here pretty much for the second half of the season. Um, then we have other. You know, we went to Finkston Ball for the tournament, and yeah. I think there's some kind of uh, state competition here in the state of Hessen uh-huh. uh, for the region that's in a few weeks or so. Um, I'm going to Prague next week for Prague Baseball Week, so there's yeah. a few games there. So all in all, I'll probably play between 20 and 25 games um, over here. But okay. and, and uh, most of it's on the weekends. Yeah, it's weekends for the most part, yeah. Um, and <laughs> what did they give you as far as time frame? Like when do you expect to be flying back home? Um. Well, yeah, I'm uh, expected to go back at the end of August because uh, we have our playoffs soon. Because mm-hmm. um, even, even if we don't make the uh, championship playoffs, um, then there's the um, relegation playoffs or whatever to um, try to stay in the first league. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, I mean, still only on the weekends because people have uh, lives and full-time jobs during the week. So, yeah. um, I think most of those are five-game series, so they can yeah. kind of stretch out a little bit and um, so I'm, I'm at the latest going to be here till the end of August. To the end. Of, so the pl- when do those playoffs start? The, they, um, it starts in the beginning of August, or I think in the middle of July. Middle of July. The last last regular season games July 12th or so, I think. Okay. Um, and the playoffs will just start after that, and um, I think depending on how we do for us, I guess if we do better, then it'll be shorter because then we won't be uh, 
relegated and we'll stay in the first league. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure about how it works. But Yeah, well, I, I know in Austria here, we same thing we do. we um, In the relegation round, actually, it's a round robin home and away double headers. And okay. it drags on forever. It's like playing yeah. a second season. We're, we're actually we'll play until the end of September, sometimes into October. Oh, wow. It's crazy when you consider yes. working full time. A lot some of these guys and girlfriends or wives, and yeah. uh, you know from from spring training in, in mid March through to sometimes the middle of October. It's a long season, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I think they need to take a page out of the German Bundesliga book, maybe. Um, yeah, I think this year it's actually a little more compressed though because the European Championships are. Um, yeah. I think that's going on September, so they said they kind of compressed the season a little bit this year. Yeah. Um, so it may it may be like it is last year than on a normal season. I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, you know, I I know our season's supposed to continue through through September this this year as well, but okay. um, probably because we're we're at a lower level, so. So okay. we won't be involved, but okay, that sounds good. So you're going to Prague Baseball Week, and that's next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to be playing with the EU International Stars. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, that'll be a fun time. So that's about four or five days of baseball in probably one of the most beautiful cities in in Europe. Um, I definitely one of the most traveled cities uh, yeah. in Europe. So uh, you're going to enjoy that. I, I haven't been yet. I, I missed it last year. And this year, uh, I, I won't be there as well, unfortunately. So I, I'd love to go, but I know the, the two imports playing on my team are going. So this is a team of imports from around the area all coming together to form a team to play in Prague, at Prague Baseball Week, which should be a higher level of baseball than um, Fingston, which you talked okay. about already. Yeah. Uh, it's a higher level of baseball. So. So, uh, yeah, I guess you can't really speak a lot about the German Bundesliga. I'll maybe save that for when I speak with Matt because he's been around yeah. a little longer than you. Um, yeah. So uh, let's talk maybe more about uh, Bad Homburg, actually, not Hamburg, mm-hmm. Bad Homburg. Uh, first of all, what's what are the facilities like there? Um, they're decent. Um, we went to Regensburg, so they're not uh, comparable yeah. to Regensburg, but... Uh, yeah, we have batting cages. There's like a little locker room that uh, you can keep your stuff. Um, you know, nice dugouts. The city takes care of the field, so uh, feels in pretty decent shape. Um, as far as uh, comparable to other fields, from what I hear, um, we have a little softball field there for our softball team. Yeah. Um, stands, decent stadium. I mean, it's pretty much all, all you can. All you can ask for, so yeah. So have you played? No a, have you played a home game then since you've been there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the first. I actually got there on a Wednesday. Yeah, and then so my flight came in at seven o'clock here local time, and then yeah. uh, the next Thursday we had a doubleheader against two again. So okay, yeah. uh, so that the next day I had a, we had a home game at least. So perfect. And and how do you find the 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 support for the team from the local community? Where did you do you get some people out to the games? How do you how do you feel? Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, we have you know flyers and advertisements here around town, and mm-hmm. um, for that one game, the weather wasn't great, so um, the turnout I heard, I heard was a little down. But we actually had a few um, people travel to Regensburg, and uh, a few fans watched us play there, so that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, when you're playing the top dog, then you're going to get a, a, maybe yeah. a few more people follow. So yeah. Um, now, 
do you uh, what's your typical duties like are you is it just on the field or are they you also you know helping out with the youth program or are you doing school projects and things like that yeah i actually did a school project last week um at a neighboring school here and um that was pretty interesting it was a wednesday through friday uh morning we kind of teach them and um teach them how to throw and uh hit and kind of kind of teaching the rules a little bit um it was a little difficult from my standpoint because there was elementary school kids and uh, very few of them spoke English. So yeah. um, we had a lady there that works for the uh, uh, works for the club and uh, was plays on the softball team, so she could kind of help translate a little bit yeah. uh, for me. And um, she was a big help actually. But and then on on the last day in the afternoon after school was out, we uh, kind of played like a little game for their parents. Yeah, oh, their parents cool. came and watched. That was pretty cool. Yeah, no, so um, it's a good they time, all loved yeah. it. They all had a blast. But um, sure. so the hope is that a few of them maybe show up to our youth practices and um, yeah, maybe pick up the sport and uh, enjoy it while they do. So for sure, um, it's not I'm, easy. I'm also, I'm also helping out with a with the uh, youth team also. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, so you're mm-hmm. helping coach there. Yeah, yeah. It's a right team in Friedberg, a couple of towns over, and um. Um, they're they're trying to build. I think they used to be in the second Buddhist league, maybe, mm-hmm. and they're trying to build their program back up. And um, they have a couple of youth teams right now, so I'm helping out with them. Okay, and so how do you get there? Do you have transportation? Like, do you have a car, or they provide a bike? Or um, I do have a bike, um, so that's that's helped me get around a lot. Um, I'm also uh, have kind of been able to take the trains and um, learn how to navigate my way around here yeah. uh, with that. Yeah. So I've kind of been traveling through a mix of carpools, bike, bus, and train. So, so I guess you haven't really been there long enough to actually do any significant traveling. I guess coming to our tournament was probably the the extent of your traveling experience so far. So we'll get into that in a sec. Yeah. What, what's the What's the lifestyle like off the field? Like, what's your um, What's your apartment like? Is it Is it livable? Yeah. <laughs> Cockroaches running around, or or how is it? It's 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 pretty nice. It's definitely yeah. livable. Um, not huge, but it's uh, very accommodating. I'm actually living with a uh, Spanish lady who's been living over here for uh, forty plus years, but oh, okay. she really only speaks Spanish and German. Okay. So that's been that's been pretty interesting. She speaks a little broken English, but yeah, um, her English is about as good as my Spanish is. So it's, yeah. Um, our, our conversations are kind of a mix between broken English, Spanish, and German, but yeah. um, she's she's been very nice, very accommodating. She told me it's very important to her for uh, me to feel like it's my home, also. And oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so it's it's been it's worked out really well so far. Good, and you're definitely um, going to pick up the language a little quicker then. So yeah, I, I have no choice. Good. Okay, so let's move on to um, your your. Probably what what may be the highlight of your trip, and I don't know. Uh, I think I think uh, Prague Baseball Week will will give it a good run as well. But you yeah. you were you were recently you know in in Austria here where I, where I live at the, our tournament, our home tournament at Fingston Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you describe Fingston Ball? First of all, how do you describe what went on that weekend? Um, it, was, it was a really good time. It was, um, I, I would like to describe it as maybe like a good mix between um, having fun playing ball on the field and then also having a good time off the field with all the music and uh, meeting new people and all the teams from different countries and stuff. Yeah, um, it, was, it was a really good mix of both of those things. So, yeah, yeah, I feel it is. You know, sometimes 
you know, some people will get a little more, have a little more fun off the field than yeah. maybe they should. But I think the more serious teams that are there definitely keep it, uh, keep it, you know, they get tucked in early and, and show up and maybe win the tournament like you guys did. So, yeah, sometimes, yeah. um, so, uh, yeah. And, and how, what was it? How did you feel about the facility at our, did you, did you find, how did you find the facility in, in Atnang? Did you? Oh yeah. I like, it was great. Um, I was very impressed with it. Um, you know, cages right there next to the field. Uh, great stadium there. Um, had a little tiki bar in center field. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, you know, concession stands, clubhouse, everything you want. So. Yeah, yeah. The tiki bar is a little little extra that was added on about a year yeah. ago. So. Okay. So so the so your team, the Hornets, they ended up winning the tournament. Um, you probably didn't face a lot of competition till, t- until later in the tournament because mm-hmm. there's quite a quite a spectrum of levels of baseball that come to that tournament, yeah. and that's yeah, definitely. so it, it's 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 kind of half a fun tournament, but towards the end it does get a little serious, and and uh, so let's talk about that final game, uh, you know, or maybe through just how how did you feel your your performance was individually and as a team throughout the tournament. Um, I thought we kind of took us a couple games to get settled in there, and uh, we were fortunate enough to uh, play against maybe some of the lesser teams that are, that are there more more so for the festivities. Yeah. And um, but uh, towards the end, we you know played pretty well as a team and um, got down in the final game three nothing uh, pretty early, but uh, didn't hit the panic button and um, able to make a run there and pulled it out four to three. Yeah. But that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's that. It was, it was an exciting final. Uh, it was close, yeah. and that's all we want to see is a close final. And Very, so, yeah. so it was nice than when there is. So, and then you managed to pick up an award there, MVP. So you know, uh, over the course of four games, you hit seven hundred and and uh, had seven RBIs. So congrats on that. Nice, pick up nice. MVP, the Finkston Ball Tournament. Thank you. And, thank uh, you. Perfect. So. Uh, so basically, do you have any tips for anybody that is looking to come over to Europe and do the same thing, uh, play a little bit of professional baseball in Europe? Um, you know, if you're still in the process of um, you know, trying to find somewhere to play, then uh, just be persistent with it. And if it's something that you want to do, then um, you know, chase it. Like I said, I was uh, looking for job interviews and uh, grad school stuff for after I graduated too, and um, you know, when it came down to it, I knew I wanted to play ball, and uh, the draft came. I didn't get drafted, and um, so I'm, you know, not going to give you my sob story about that. But I found somewhere to play, uh, regardless, and yeah. um, you know, I'm having having a great time over here, and um, couldn't ask for anything more. So, perfect. Thanks, Eric. So uh, we'll stay in touch, and good luck for the rest of the season and next week in at uh, Prague Baseball Week. Just a quick pause for the trivia question for the Mind Bat giveaway. Today's question is, name the 2014 German Bundesliga 1 champions. Which club took home the title in 2014? Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, David. So uh, you just settled back in after a nice trip to Finkston Ball. Uh, I, I interviewed Eric yesterday, but I thought I'd get you on here. And you've been around Europe a little longer than Eric has, so you can probably fill me in a little more about uh, German baseball. 
Absolutely. Before we get to that, can you tell us a little bit about uh, your baseball background and then how you ended up in playing baseball in the German Bundesliga? Yeah, well, I was actually uh, a recruited walk-on at the University of Michigan where I played for four years. Um, Mm -hmm. I had some some success near the end of my career, but my senior year I had uh, a bit of a shoulder injury, which knocked me out of that season. So I had some issues finding teams once I graduated. Um, I was never the hardest thrower. I'm I'm a tall lefty, but, um, you know, I was... 85, 86, 87, and not many teams were taking a chance on me. So after several tryouts uh, for about a year, um, I found your website, actually, the the Baseball Jobs Overseas, um, which ultimately led me to the Bad Hamburg Hornets in the German Bundesliga. Okay. Cool. Glad that it played a role in that. So absolutely, yeah. So yeah, sometimes it is difficult to find something back home, and 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 a lot of guys are taking their game overseas and, and making a good a good career out of it and prolonging the career a little further, or sometimes as a stepping stone into uh, indie ball or something like that mm-hmm. in the states. So exactly, it was, it was something I never I never even really knew about how how much baseball was being played in Europe. Yeah. And um, when I started doing a little research um, after a trial back here, um, I found your website and it just got me uh, got me looking all over at different teams in Germany and the Netherlands and mm-hmm. Italy and France. Yeah. And, uh, and so it led me it led me to Germany. Yeah, great. So um, so when did you come over? You, were you have you been here since the beginning of the 2014 season? I have. I got here right at the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Um, I think around April 2nd, we started the season that weekend. Oh, okay. um, April 6th, we were traveling down to, to Mannheim for our season opener. So so you've been around for a while, and you're you're probably a good 20 games at least into the season or something like that. So uh, how, what's your impression right now? How, how is the German baseball? It, it's good. I mean, it, it's a lot of fun. There, there's a really wide range of, of, of talent on, on all the teams. Yeah. Um, I'd say some of the top teams in the league we played, we played Regensburg so far, and I'd probably compare them to like a, a single A, maybe a high single A team back in the States. Yeah. Um, and then we played some teams uh, that aren't so good, yeah. uh, which may be considered, you know, a, a low indie ball team or even, even you know, a low uh, Division One baseball team. Mm-hmm. So there really is like a wide a wide range of, of talent among all the teams. That is quite wide. And yeah, within one team, there's quite a bit, of, uh, uh, quite a range of talent. Sometimes uh, I find in, in Austrian baseball, anyway, you can, uh, so especially with the imports coming in too. So absolutely. So, um, so you played Regensburg recently, you said, uh, how did that turn out? Um, well, recently we traveled, we traveled down to Regensburg to play, uh, to play at their facility. Yeah. At least the Armin Wolf, uh, baseball arena yeah um which was absolutely beautiful yeah um that was definitely the the top facility we played in so far yeah um we got we got kind of beat up pretty good in the first game i think they uh they beat us by 10 Mm -hmm. uh in a short and seven inning game yeah um but we we almost snuck out a win in the second game you know we were tied six to six heading into the eighth inning and ended up losing eight to six oh wow so you started that game I did. I did. I I had struggled at the beginning of the game. They 
they went up six and one pretty early, but but we battled back and and almost snuck it out. Wow, good, good to hear. So that's that's pretty good experience and got you a little more exposure as well. Uh, you've been playing, uh, you know, twenty something games now in Germany, and now uh, you also made a trip to Finkstenball. So you probably did a little networking and met some some clubs there. And and uh, yeah. so what was your overall uh, impression of Finkstenball? It was it was an incredible experience. I I really had no idea what to expect. All my teammates uh, who had been there before or played with guys who had been there before said at the beginning of the season, look forward to this weekend. It's going to be a great time. Um, The Hornets had actually won it the last two years. So they had some energy and excitement leading into the weekend, hoping to, hoping to win it again. Yeah. Um, And it really was an incredible time. Yeah. And, And you were on the mound in that championship game. Can you take us through that? Yeah, well, we had won. We had won three games leading up to the championship championship game. We played Belfast, yeah. um, the home Atlanta team that you were on, yeah. and the Dominican Republic team. Yeah. Um, and luckily enough, we were able to make the championship game where where I was able to pitch against uh, the international All Stars. I think that was the name of the team. Yeah, I know they had been added late to the tournament. Yeah, um, and sort of cruise cruise to the end. Yeah, uh, cruise to the championship game. Yeah. But it was it was really good experience being able to pitch against them and uh, in in a championship team where we finally had uh, some pressure to to walk away with a with a trophy. Yeah, yeah. Well, congrats on that. You were the winning pitcher, and uh, you. you know, folks were there too visiting. That was kind of cool. So they they seemed to enjoy it. They were. They uh, as I had mentioned with with my past injury, they haven't been able to see me pitch so much in the last two years. Yeah. So. Um, it was good having them in Austria and then Germany and uh, being able to see me on the mound. Yeah, cool. So how, did you partake in any of the festivities while you were at, at Finkston? Yeah, you know, the first night we got there kind of late, but went over to the festival to check out the different bands and some of the players hanging out. We got to meet a bunch of people from all the different teams. Uh, and Saturday night we also uh, spent some time at the festival Um it was after the opening ceremony. There were a lot of people, a lot of people and teams hanging out. So we got to, got to enjoy some time there. But yeah. Sunday night, when I knew I was pitching the next day, I I was one of the few players to to lay low in our hotel. I knew <laughs> uh, it was like ninety five degrees at least all weekend, or yeah. thirty five degrees Celsius. Yeah. Uh, so I knew I needed my sleep and I needed my rest. Yeah, it was a hot weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, it, I'm still recovering from that. So yeah, um, it takes a lot out of you. It, it sure does. Yeah, especially if you you need to. Well, I guess they're only. I guess the championship was a seven inning game. Yeah, that's that's not too bad pitching seven. Yeah. Innings, but, um, yeah. Jumping back to German baseball for a bit. Yeah. A couple, couple questions I forgot to ask you. I wanted to get your impression on the. Um, the number of imports within German baseball per team, like our, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've heard some teams are carrying more than, than the allotted three on the field at a time. Um, so I just wanted to get your, your impression of what you've seen in the, in the games that you've played. Yeah. You know, I don't know for sure the numbers for each of the teams, but I'm pretty sure some of the teams at the top of the league who may have a little more money to spend are carrying, four, five, six imports when, you know, at a time only three can be on the field. Yeah. Um, and then our team, the Hornets, we're carrying two. 
And uh, we had just added Eric about three weeks ago, Eric Brink. Yeah. Um, so it really does vary. I mean, a team like us, they're really trying to build up the homegrown talent and uh, the German baseball players. Yeah. And they have a really good core group yeah. uh, that have been in their system for a while, but they're very young. Yeah. Um, so this is a chance, this is a year where we may not be winning so many games, but they are getting valuable experience. Sure, yeah. And I think a lot of the teams sort of near the bottom are, are doing that this year and maybe in years past to try to try to improve their organization for, for years to come. Yeah. Great. And, and, so that's uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And, and considering the buildup, are you are you also uh, helping with the youth program? Are you coaching? I, I am. When I came over, I knew I was going to be coaching the the Shula team, which is I believe between you know nine and twelve years old, yeah. and then also the the women's softball team, oh, okay. which has ladies from sixteen to a, a bit older. Okay. Um, yeah. But since I got here, they had needed some help with uh, the other two teams, the second men's team and uh, the Yugen, which is 12 to 16-year-olds. So yeah. I've been coaching those teams as well. Oh, so you've been a busy guy. <laughs> I'm at the field every day, uh, every day around 5 o'clock for practice till till it gets dark. Yeah, but I mean, you, you do that and you do it with some energy and enthusiasm, then you're just – it's just going to – open more doors for next year or at least get you an invite back. So, uh, so that's, you know, that, that's good to hear. Um, These kids want to see someone, uh, show up with energy and who knows how to play baseball and can just, just help them. Oh, for sure. A lot of them just don't have a lot of experience. They eat it up. So, uh, do you go to the, the schools at all? We haven't been to the schools, but our, our, have hosted a few classes or gym classes to come and learn and play baseball. Yeah. Um, I know I've helped run one of one of those camps a couple times now. Yeah. So they're trying to sort of generate a, a buzz around town. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of fun doing that. I enjoy doing that. The kids, you know, they a lot of them just uh, look at you in awe, like, "Oh, here's a guy from the states." So, you know, I, I a big baseball player, and yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. The kids just love it. Uh, if you get a chance to take uh, get in there with one of those pro- school projects, but yeah, uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask you. Um, you know, sounds like you're pretty busy. Do you have any time to to uh, travel a bit or, or see some of Germany or uh, anything like that? Yeah, I mean, the few days I've had off, I've tried to try to hop on a train and, and go into Frankfurt, yeah. um, where I live in Friedrichsdorf, which is just near Bad Homburg. Mm-hmm. It's a 25 minute train ride right to the center of Frankfurt. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay, I've been able to to cruise on over there and just just kind of walk around. Um, there have been some people associated with the team who have taken me on a little tours and just showed me some of the things that Frankfurt's had to offer. Yeah. And also when we had, we had one weekend off where we didn't have, we didn't have a game. So early in that week, I, I took a trip to Paris yeah. just on my own. Oh, right on. I hopped on a train. It was three and a half hours and I was in, I was in Paris where I stayed in a cheap hostel and just walked around yeah. for three days straight. Well, that's the beauty of living in or playing in Germany is is you're kind of in a central location there. Like you probably could hop on a train and go anywhere from from where you are in about you three really or four start. hours to maybe like six different countries. So, <laughs> I mean, Austria, Switzerland, Paris, the Netherlands. Yeah, 
can get anywhere. I mean, for pretty inexpensive too. Yeah, no, it's very affordable. So good to hear that you got. Yeah, you've had some time to do that. Um, how do you find the language barrier? It's it's not as much of an issue as I thought. Yeah, I mean, especially with my teammates, they've all they've all learned English in school. So yeah, even if they can't speak it as well, they can usually understand what I'm saying. Um, I run into a, a few problems with some of the really young kids. Yeah, I talk slowly, use a lot of hand gestures, and really demonstrate. Like when you're teaching baseball, demonstrate how it's done instead of verbalizing it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really, and then you end up going back to the States and you're talking slow to everybody. That's the funny exactly. part. Of it. <laughs> my, I was having these long conversations with my parents. They were like, okay, we can speed yeah. it up a bit here. <laughs> like, sorry. Perfect. Well, you know, I, thanks for all the information and, and, uh, it was, it was really nice to meet you too. And I wish you the best of luck the rest of your season. Uh, um, could you depart with uh, perhaps a tip for anybody that may be listening that's uh, seeking to take their career over to Europe? Yeah. I mean, I think my my biggest tip would probably be when you're looking for a team, as much as you want to play baseball, you really want to find a good fit for yourself and for your game. Um, do your research like I did on your website, Baseball Jobs Overseas, and just find a team where you'd like to go play. Well, there are a ton of different teams in Europe. I, I'd say my number one tip would be to just find a team that suits you as a person and as a player. Um, you want to spend spend your time in the summer playing for an organization that you enjoy playing for. So there's all kinds of small towns, big cities. Um, do your research online and uh, find a team that really fits you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. Uh, there's a lot of information online my, in my blog and podcast does have a lot of information but sometimes guys are in a rush they they worry that they're going to miss the boat and they don't maybe do the research enough and then they end up somewhere and they don't realize that uh, they have to coach five teams or they have to do school projects or it's a small town in the middle of nowhere or whatever it is so definitely good good advice they're going into it pardon me you need to be prepared going into it you know what situation you're getting into for sure definitely Perfect. Thanks a lot, Matt. Uh, And best of luck the rest of the season. And let's stay in touch. And maybe we'll do a follow-up interview down the road. Okay. That'd be great. Thanks a lot, David. Perfect. Take care. You too. That wraps up episode number 36. I want to thank Eric and Matt for taking the time out of their day to provide us with all that great information about playing baseball in Germany, about Finkston Ball, and also with those great tips that they've provided for any other guys looking to do the same. Uh, If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please feel free to share it or write a comment about it, uh, anything along those lines. I really appreciate it. The more feedback, the better. The more listeners, the better. And also, uh, stay tuned for the IBC shout-out that's coming out uh, pretty quick, right after I stop talking here. Uh, And don't forget to send in the answer to today's question uh, by emailing me at internationalbaseballcommunity at gmail.com with the subject heading E36, one of six questions for uh, the free bat giveaway by Mind Bats, Mind Wood Bats. That's it for today. We'll now end with the IBC shout-out. Hey, guys, it's time for the IBC shout-out. Today's shout-out is going to go to the Bad Homburg Hornets. They're a club from the German Bundesliga. They play in the South Division. Uh, This year they finished in 8th place. 
They're the home to the most recent two imports that I just interviewed on this episode, uh, Matt Broder and Eric Brank. And, uh, yeah, they often make their way down to Finkston Ball, the Hornets do. The last three years they won it in 2012, 13, and 14. Finkston Ball is an international tournament uh, in my neck of the woods in Austria where I play. Uh, annually, it's a, it's, it attracts clubs from all over Europe. Uh, so it's always, a good, it's always a good thing if you can get on with a club that plays in that tournament. Bad Homburg is a town that has about 52,000 residents, and it's 20 minutes by train to Frankfurt. Uh, the cool thing about uh, that location is you're a hop, skip, and a jump away from Belgium or the Netherlands, uh, and you're not too far away from the Czech Republic either. Uh, so it's a good location if you want to travel and maybe even network some, with some other clubs. So Joe Whitney and the Hornets, if you're listening, I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing you again back at Fingston Ball in 2015. This time we're going to really uh, stack our club and try to take a shot at the your title there, and uh, hopefully we can meet up for a beer. So that's it for today. I'm out. Until next time, take care, everybody.